Welcome back to episode 220 of the podcast. Back to a big, even number. We'd love to see it. Uh, before we get into anything, uh, last week we were up just under three units total in our picks. Down 0.45 in college, up 3.37 in NFL, rounding out a negative in both. Down t- exactly 10 units in college football and 1.59 in NFL. We should just give up. Running out of time in college football. Running out. Of, well, we got bowl season. Which is probably never going <laughs> to be. hate to be even time. going into bowl season. This I'm is true. Saying, oh, no, we ain't going to be even. We're going to be scratching the claw and fight. Just fucking <laughs> looking like fucking Tyson Fury against Francis Zagano in this bitch. So that's where we're looking like. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, we at least were we're making our way back in the NFL. They haven't had a wise man pick in a while. So maybe we will this week. Would you shut up? <laughs> Jesus I'm a fun, Christ. I'm a funny banter guy. I'm a funny banter guy. No, you're not. You're providing zero insight. Anyway, boys are all here. Boys, how are you doing? I want to hear from Ethan first. <laughs> Why? Um, other, other, other than the fact that I guess I'm doing well, um, Just shut we, Jared up. <laughs> we trick or treated last night. Not really. We, we stayed at the house and passed out candy, but, um, we got trick or treated, I guess lady, lady came by with her kid and, uh, they trick or treated and she was like, here's some jello shots and <laughs> gave us some jello shots. Ah, uh, Jeff and I didn't die. Gotta love it. <laughs> Hey, you know what? It was nice. People were people were trick or treating. They had their four wheelers with a trailer, and they were taking their kids around the neighborhood. Um, ah, Jeff County. <laughs> I also I also learned something today that I did not know, and it's that the tell a joke uh, only in St. Louis was started in St. Louis. Apparently, now it is spreading, but it, it started it originated in St. Louis. I did not know. Yeah. That, so. Very interesting. Yeah, well, now with like the whole trunk or treat thing, we, we took Cam to a trunk or treat, and just, it's not the same. You walk around in a fucking circle. You just walk up. Granted, it being like bone chilling cold did not help because like I wanted to get from the front seat of the car back to the car as quickly as possible. Yep. And also, Cam is eighteen months old and was more interested in walking around kicking leaves and getting candy. So, I <laughs> I worked a trunk or treat on Saturday and it was so cold and it was two hours, but we were probably outside for three. It was just, it was, it was not a vibe, but no, yeah, not like it wasn't we were kids and fun. I'll say I've never been to a trunk or treat. I'm looking forward to like whenever my kid gets older, cause in church street and Von Terre, they like do like the old school trick treating where you go up to like the doors and knock and get the candy mm-hmm. and stuff. So I'm very much looking forward to that. So just kind of sad older. that, not a lot of places do that anymore. And I shouldn't say not a lot. Cause I'm sure there's a lot of neighborhoods across the country, whatever, but just not as much as it used to. Thanks a lot you to know. the crackheads. They started putting crack and candy for kids. <laughs> so they were that for all of us. Hey, they just wanted to make it a more fun time for everyone. You know, <laughs> nice psychedelic like experience. Zero yeah, I was going to say, Hey, my kid won't go to bed. <laughs> the vibe. Hey, my okay. kid won't wake up. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Uh, We'll, we'll give you get crack from this house. The next house will give him some Narcan. We'll be all right. Yeah. So this uh this brings me to a topic that I wanted to bring up. I didn't tell Travis what it was yesterday, but I told him I had a topic. It's because I heard it on ESPN radio and it was so intriguing. Also, just like so I got I didn't get angry, but I was like, what the fuck? And I had to ask you guys. So for some quick backstory, 
on ESPN, they were talking about Halloween and somebody brought up just like, you know, like where does Halloween rank? I think that's what they said, like on the list of like traditional holidays or whatever. And this Love. dude was like, this dude was like, it's the worst holiday of all time. All candy sucks. Um, I don't understand why people dress up. He's like, it's no fun. And was like, just a super like you're hot. You're, you don't have to love Halloween. It can be low on your list. But the way he was talking, I was just like, who who hurt you as a child? Like, who did sure. not let you have fun? Turns out on it. um, they asked him and he was like, oh, well, my family didn't let me trick or treat when I was younger because of religious reasons. And there it is. I don't let my kids trick or treat. And like, I don't like candy, like sweets are too, like too overrated. So my question was, is there a holiday, a traditional holiday? I'm not talking about Earth Day, Arbor Day that you guys just absolutely despise. And despise. I don't know if there's one I despise. I okay, maybe yeah. just, Definitely some just I don't dislike despise. a lot. We'll just go dislike a lot then. I'm going to get a lot of hate here. I am not a huge fan of, I don't know. Now I'm thinking about like, you guys probably, I I don't, everyone pumps up Valentine's day. Like I don't get jazzed about Valentine's day at all. Like that was mine. Yeah, that's money. That was my, it's it's a pointless holiday. (laughs) It was made up like the whole thing. And like, I've I've vocalized it before to my wife. Like it's just it's not. What's the point? We can do this any day of the year. Why we got to do it like now? It's just getting so much worse with social media too. Because like my wife isn't a huge fan of it either. But we see all these other couples doing all this like grand bullshit on social media. I'm like, yep. wow. I feel like we should because I didn't do anything. Because we don't I'll care. Tell you, I'll tell you a holiday that I actually more than I think about it. I hate it. I hate New Year's Day. Ooh, New Year's Eve. But I mean, it, it is. is though. It's, it's oh, it is. <laughs> My golf, the golf course is closed two days of the year: Christmas Day and New Year's Day. So that is a holiday. New Year's Day is the fucking worst. One, you're dreading going back to work. You're the it's the end of the holiday season. It's the new year. People are like, "Oh, I'm going to be healthy." You're sitting there. You're hungover. You're fat. You're tired. <laughs> yeah, I hate New Year's Day. I hate it. Yeah, most of the, and most of us. Not for our wives, Travis, because, well, Carly, when she was a teacher, your wife is a teacher. Most of us have to go back to work on the second. And it's just like dreading. Mm-hmm. Like you have that whole week off between Christmas usually and New Year's. And you're like, fuck, got to go back to work tomorrow. Yeah, I, I, I'd get behind that. Also, New Year's Eve, now that I'm older and have and have a kid, I think that's kind of overrated too. Like it, that's definitely a, a 20s holiday. Yeah. Um, I don't. This one is very low on like the, oh, the time out. Time, sorry. Yep. It's a holiday that stops from the point you have kids to your kids are like eight. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Because once they're that old, then they, then they can hang out and your parents can drink. But now when you have like a small <laughs> child, it's just yeah. not as fun. Yeah. No. Um, I was just going to say this one's very low on like the don't like scale because there's really not anything to dislike about it. So it doesn't really meet my prompt. But a, a holiday that just like annoys me, I guess, is Labor Day. And it's because I work in education and it is such a tease of a day off. And there's really not a whole lot that goes on, at least for currently in my life, of things to do. And then you don't have another day off until November. <laughs> so it's just sure. like a tease. Like here's here's a random Monday that you just don't have to go to work. Sometimes you got to go to work anyways. I know Travis probably has to work on Labor Day. Oh, I hate um, Labor Day because it's yeah. insane. So like, it's just, it's just one of those holidays that I'm like, 
why why do we make a day that's all about people working to take off just to tease them and then you gotta go back to work the next day and then your life just is normal and nothing changes. Well, it sucks being. I'm sure. I'm sure a lot. I'm sure the business folk love it, but us people who work in like the consumer side or everything else, that sector, it sucks because you have to work. Like I fucking, everyone's off work. So everyone comes to my place of work. So I have to be at work. (laughs) I'm pretty sure sure I showed like four houses Labor Day morning, like, because everyone was off work. So like, I want to go see a fucking house. I'm like, I guess I have to, you know? So, yep. All right. Well, with that being said, um, we're not going to do best thing you saw this week. We've already kind of talked about some things. Uh, <clears throat> I want to bring, there's a couple of things we're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to play sort of a game before we hop. It is a game, but it's not our usual games before we hop into picks. First thing I want to talk about uh, MLB. The season is rounding out tonight. Probably by the time you're hearing this, it will be over. But three of the games in this MLB series are the uh, three of the four least watched World Series games in history. Uh, MLB is dying. No, MLB, this is why they hate when teams like the fucking Texas Rangers and Arizona Diamondbacks go to the World Series. Yeah, and actually... You want to know the four least watched games for this year? Was the Dodgers and Rays, so... Can't really Tampa make Bay. that argument. Well, but Tampa LA. Bay market trash. Tampa and nobody trash. in LA cares about baseball. Um, my my argument to counter that is it was one of the most watched seasons in a long time for a regular season in terms of coverage. And Jared's right. It's like it's two small market teams. I don't think that it's dying because, like, to me, and I get it, I'm not on the business side of baseball. I know they care about it a lot. But for the sport, I don't really care if people aren't watching. The teams, they're the people of the teams that are in it that care about it are watching. And to me, that's really all that matters. Like if you're a Diamondbacks fan and you're a Rangers fan, you're watching. Yeah, that's all but you that care means about. If you have a good game, no one's gonna watch it. Like I will like say, it's also it also doesn't help that the games haven't been that great either. Like they've so all that, yeah. Except for Nine game one. one. Game one was game one. Even was yesterday, it ended up being eleven seven, but it was eleven nothing. Like it's, yeah. it wasn't um, a great game. The my big thing in an argument I saw is that a lot of people just don't have interest. You have hockey that just started, NBA that just started, well, that too. Swing, yeah. college football, full swing NFL. The MLB season needs to end in August. I wouldn't disagree with that, but then you're never going to see that. So, yeah. Well, I never. It would you're be hard keep, to end. Numbers are going to keep dropping. I'm sorry. They're going to. Well, they're rising, but the the postseason, sure. Like again, like, and that's my argument is like, if your team's in it and you're watching it, cool. But like, and my thing is, you can't end it in August because that's the middle of summer and that's when people like to go to games. So like, I could see it maybe well, ended in like the beginning of October, but are you, not November. When when is, are you drunk? August is the middle of summer. Yeah, it is because summer doesn't end until the end of September. <laughs> okay. Well, summer for people in the real world outside of the the calendar, it ends in the beginning of August. <laughs> well, but it's still the summer. Like I'm, it's still hot. It's still when people want to go to the ballpark. So that's yeah. my thing. Is and the MLB season didn't used to end in November, and now it's been consistently ending in November. So that's part of it too. Is like you said, you've got all these other sports that are going on. That yeah, I think to me, is. that's the biggest reason. Is like if I'm on, if it's Sunday at three o'clock. And I can choose between watching an afternoon NFL game or the World Series. I'm going to watch NFL all day yeah. long, unless my team's in it. 
So yeah, I have all, I have always been a huge ambassador of the MLB season is twice as long as it should be. But that's yep. just my opinion. And I feel like a lot of people have that same opinion. Ain't nobody got time to sit there and keep track of a 162 game season. Yeah, it is what it is. But yep. But either way, I just thought that was interesting that the they're setting record low numbers this year um, after they made all those changes, and still nobody wants to watch the playoffs. Um, next up is the college football playoff rankings came out, and there was a lot of controversy that came out amongst this. Ohio State got the the number one overall ranking over Georgia. People were mad about that. Um, and then people were also there's just some some disgruntled fans, I guess we should say, as to where their team was located um, and who got snubbed. Which I think the main snub that I could that I could point out is James Madison. Yeah. So I told I told Travis this last night. Um, college football playoff committee for the first week basically went chalk. They went all undefeated teams, all one loss teams, all two loss teams, and then the two best group of five teams right after that. That, that that was literally what they did. And then the orders of the undefeated and the one loss, yes. But like they put Mizzou over LSU, even though LSU beat Mizzou, but they because I'm assuming they had one loss and LSU has two. They literally went zero one here's, two five. Here's why I like the college football playoff, because they look outside, like I think they're looking at that game, and that's a game that Mizzou probably should have won. Um and and I that's that's what I think I that's why I love the committee when they get it right when they get it wrong obviously it's terrible when they get it right I think that they it's they're not just looking at the records it's like oh so and so beat so and so um so we have to rank them higher than them um because teams change week to week throughout the season um because the team that I, I would argue the team that Mizzou the Mizzou team that played LSU is now better three or four weeks down the line um after the games we've seen them play. Like they went on the road, dominated Kentucky, um, and they had a lot of a lot of good wins. I actually don't see any discrepancies with Ohio State being over Georgia right now because Georgia to me has not looked like the Georgia we've seen in the last two years. Like I know well, you can say like, I know you can say, well they're back to back national champions. They haven't lost a game yet. I totally understand that, but Georgia also led up twenty points to Vanderbilt. Um, and that was a semi-close game going into the fourth quarter. Like that's what I think the team, the things that the committee are looking at, that I think values and trumps in traditional like AP and coaches polls. So my thing is, I and I know that there are people who are arguing out there like, why did Georgia drop? But my my argument with those top four isn't necessarily that Georgia dropped behind Ohio State. It's that Ohio State jumped to number one and Michigan didn't, because I think Michigan, even with the competition they've played, has played way more complete than Ohio state has all season long. I mean, they have literally not even had a game that was close. So that's where I think people are like, what they've the had, because I would say out more than half their games though, were way closer than they should be. And they just kind of pulled, pulled away in the second half because they're playing dog shit teams. Um, yeah. But I mean, if you look has at Michigan state, really even played Michigan has not played a ranked team all year long. I'm saying Ohio state has two top 10 wins at the time they, they played. Yeah, Notre Dame. Yeah, that's Notre true. Dame. Notre Dame and Penn State. Yeah, yeah. I Michigan mean, has Michigan. not played a single ranked team. <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, you could argue Michigan, them being fourth or fifth. I mean, Michigan's best win, if you want to look at their schedule, is probably, and this is crazy to say out loud, it's probably UNLV. 
They've yeah, beaten probably <laughs> East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, Rutgers, Nebraska, Minnesota. No, Indiana, I'd say State. Rutgers. Okay. I would actually say Nebraska. Nebraska's having a sneaky, decent year. They're four and three. And okay, but either way, if you're trying to figure out who the best team you beat is, right? Yeah, we're arguing between UNLV, Rutgers, and Nebraska. Your resume is not looking too strong. I mean, now. we'll definitely find out who Michigan is because they have to play Penn State, Ohio State, and a Maryland team who's slumped but still is a good oh, Maryland team on the road. So they will. Oh, that's tough. I, I will venture I have, to say have, Michigan will not make the college football playoff. That's going to be. My I have. Yes, you know, so I have one problem: is Washington being fifth. I do have a problem with that. I think Washington's a top four team right now. They beat Oregon. Um, and they also beat another good they team. Just, that I was just they had their defense is an issue. They let up 32. You're talking about letting up points. They let up 32 to Cal. They almost lost to Oregon, who's a good team. Yes, almost lost to Arizona and had a tight game against Stanford. Yeah. So I, man, I, I think Fitz. I think they're the they're the worst of the unbeaten teams, but they're not bad by any means. But that we're gonna have. Yeah, we're gonna have some separation this week, though, because I mean, you got a lot of big games, especially the um, the night slate. You know, Bama's playing LSU. Uh, Here's you want to know my my biggest uh, shouldn't be their team is Oklahoma at number nine. Yeah, it's a little they almost lost UCF, yeah, and they let up a bajillion points to Kansas, who I know is now ranked, but they weren't last week. being ahead of Ole Miss, Penn State, Mizzou, and Louisville is kind of silly. Just yeah, they have a they have a tough test this week. They put Oklahoma State in Stillwater. That's always a big game. So now, uh, every year since the college football playoff has come out, I saw this earlier today. Um, one of the teams that were ranked in the top four lost immediately after the first week that the rankings came out. Who's losing this week? Ohio State, Georgia, Georgia, Michigan, or FSU? FSU. (laughs) Yeah. I can see FSU FSU losing. To Pitt? No, they play. They play Pitt. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was looking looking at the Miami game next. So, I think think you could see Ohio State drop to Rutgers or Georgia drop to Mizzou. I don't think Michigan's losing to Purdue. And I don't think that Florida State is losing to uh, Pitt. So. It's going to be one of those two. It's going to be number one or number two. They're it's one of them's going to go down. According or to or none of them lose <laughs> for the first, for the time, first ever. time ever. Yeah, which is also ever. very possible. But I'm just I'm just saying it's happened every year. So keep the trend alive and let Mizzou run over Georgia. All right. Any other college football talking we have to do before we move on? I mean, we talked about no. it last week, so we don't really got to talk about it. But the the Michigan shit is just still ongoing and progressively oh. growing. And Connor Dude, Stallions is on the, the sidelines of Central Michigan. <laughs> the Central Michigan thing is wild. It's crazy. That is definitely him. Like, there's no way it's not. Like, dudes, I I've never seen a picture of the guy. So if it's identical, then that's hilarious. Oh, it's identical. <laughs> and the thing is, is, they said that he didn't even have any credentials to get in yeah. there. Yep. The coach there. said. Their coach was like, "Oh, well, we didn't have his name, or so whoever it was at Central Michigan was like, we didn't have his name or whatever." So he either went under in in under a false name and got credentials that way, or just somehow like snuck his way down to the sideline. Oh, he paid. He paid somebody 
and snuck his way down onto the field. So now we're getting in. So that now yeah. I can argue <laughs> against Michigan and, right. and what they're doing before. I wasn't sure. Now it's like, Jesus. Well, I've yeah. been seeing things that people are, people are saying there's really? a good chance that the NCAA does something to Michigan before the end of the season. And I'm like, that would be wild if they were undefeated and then got kicked out of the football playoff. They're probably going to let them try to do something to themselves before they step right. in. Uh, but the yeah. fact that you're going to, that you're trying to scout signs from central Michigan playing against Michigan state. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Michigan <laughs> will self-impose a postseason ban on their gymnastics and softball teams. Yeah, it's going to like it's gonna be their women's curling team. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. <sighs> Jarrett, sorry, I was in the middle of a drink. You're good. So we've been playing some games the last few weeks. Um, we were going to do a midseason Got NFL rankings, but then <laughs> I then I got to thinking like, well, we have 18 weeks now. So next week after week nine, we'll do a midseason NFL rankings, maybe midseason awards. I think that'd be kind of fun to do. We'll do that next week. We'll play a game next week then. Um, so I was like, all right, we'll play a game this week. These guys were already playing fucking Fortnite or Rocket League, wherever the hell they're Rocket playing. League. Whoa, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Fortnite on Friday, man. Come on now. Yeah, I know. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna drop into the fucking whatever on where we drop the boys. Um so anyway, the metaverse. I came up with a game. And this is a game that uh, we you've seen it all over social media and Twitter where people uh, like tweet out like the starting offensive line and the logos of the colleges were the offense went to and you got to name them with a year. Um, I'm not going that extreme because that's incredibly tough. So what I'm going to do is I have six teams and basically I'm going to give you the college of the starting quarterback, the starting running back and the start and like the number one wide receiver of that offense. I'm giving you the college of the, of this year. And you guys have name it. Now these are the statistical leaders on the team. Now it's not like who the starter was week one or the starter is this week. It's who are the statistical leaders of those teams right now. So quarterback running back, which, which is leader in rushing yards. And then the top wide receiver on the team. So I got six of them, three NFC, three AFC. You guys ready? Ready as I'll ever be. All right. First one, your quarterback went to Washington, Washington state. Your running back went to Utah, and your wide receiver one went to USC. Washington State is throwing me off. This would be the – no, he wouldn't be the leader. He might be the leader. The only quarterback in the league that went to Washington State, I believe, would be Gardner Minshew, so it's got to be the Colts. So your final answer. Did Zach Moss go to Utah? Because I feel like that'd be their statistical. Well, Michael right Pittman now. went to USC, so yes, it's, right. it's the Colts. Ding, ding, ding. Nice. It is the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> Gardner Minshew, Washington State, Zach Moss, Utah, Michael Pittman, USC. So I will take a little drinky drink here for that one. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, yeah, we're doing I wasn't this. ready for okay. that. I don't have any Me liquor. Either. Wait. Wait. Oh, that's Only. liquor. <laughs> oh, that's liquor. Just a tiny sip. Don't want to get absolutely hammered because uh, I drank a little bit last night too on Halloween. See, part of me wanted to say um, the Falcons only because of Drake London. Desmond but Ritter went to Cincinnati though. Desmond Ritter went to Cincinnati and then obviously I, I'm assuming Tyler Algier might be their rushing leader right now. BYU. And he BYU. Went to BYU yeah. so. All right. They are not on here. So Utah though. You, BYU is in Utah. It is. <laughs> so I was halfway right. All right. You ready for team number two? Yep. 
All right. Your quarterback went to UNC. Your running back went to Alabama. And your wide receiver went to Ohio State. UNC quarterbacks. Would be... Um, Why can't I think it? Um, oh, my God. Daniel Jones went to Duke. Yeah, I know. See that year. Well, I'm trying to think of North Carolina quarterback. Like, that's state. Um, Hang on, say it again. Yeah. Your quarterback went to UNC. Your running back went to Alabama. And your wide receiver went to Ohio State. Ohio State is Chris Olave and... Looking, um, Wait, who else? There's a few. You, I'm trying to think of UNC quarterbacks. I can't even think. I know, of I don't know why I'm blanking yeah. because there's definitely a couple in the league right now. I think whether or not they're starters, but Mitch Again, Trubisky, but yeah. he's been, Ooh, no. he's been, he hasn't been playing. Um, that's yeah, that's the only one that I can think of. Alabama running back. Jameer Gibbs. There's a ton of them. Um, that's that. That's what's going to yeah, throw that's the thing. And Josh Ohio Jacob. State wide receivers. There's a ton Josh, of those too. Josh Jacobs. No, because wide receiver. Where'd Jacoby Myers go? Because <laughs> it's not Devontae, I don't think. Um, well, Jimmy G didn't go to UNC. No. Well, I was trying to think if like Aiden O'Connell somehow had more yards than him. But um, Ooh. Is it the Arizona Cardinals? No. Josh right, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to call it at some point. Well, we gotta still throw a guess out. Um, yeah, we I'll throw to. a guess out just for fucking funsies. Um, let's go with the. I have no idea where Ryan Tannehill. Oh, oh no, 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 no! It's the Washington Commanders. See, you guys got oh, way Sam Howell. Yeah, Sam Howell. We took a Brian, we won't make you take a shot. And Terry, Derrick Henry did go to Alabama. That's why I thought of. There's a ton of Alabama running backs. But yeah. That's going to throw you off. Same thing with Ohio but State. A, but, but a ton of Alabama backs that are leaders, though. Like maybe there's three or four, but are there more than that? There's quite a few. Um, Either way, right. we won't look it up because we got to keep going. Yep. <clears throat> Next one. Your quarterback went to Eastern Illinois. Your running back went to Alabama. And your wide this receiver is, went to Fresno State. This is, this is the Raiders. Yeah. The Raiders. The Raiders. Jimmy G. Jimmy Eastern G. Went Illinois. to Eastern Illinois, baby. <laughs> Josh Jacobs went to Alabama. Devontae went to Fresno State. All right. That one was too easy. It was. Mm-hmm. This next one could be easy. Could not be easy. Your quarterback went to Alabama. Your running back went to Purdue, and your wide receiver went to West Alabama. Quarterback went to Bama. Running back went to Purdue. Oh. Ethan, I'll let you try to get this. Well, I mean, it can only be the Dolphins, the Patriots. You can't count the Eagles. Um, it's got to be the Patriots, right? Because Ramondre Stevenson? No? The Dolphins. It is the Dolphins. Oh, <laughs> bro. Is it fucking... Tyreek Hill went to Western Alabama. Raheem Mostert went to Purdue and Tyreek Hill. I mean, obviously Tua went to Bama. I have no idea where any of your running backs went. So I was gonna I was gonna say, did A Chan go to Purdue? But <laughs> how is Raheem Mostert your rushing leader when A Chan's still top ten and he's only played four games? Raheem Mostert's four. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. I saw that today. Fucking A Chan has 38 carries and is 10th in the league in rushing. 
Yeah, I can't wait till he comes back. Probably after the bye. No. It um, is after the bye. Saint, uh, so I might have just give that away. Did you guys hear that? No. Okay. I, I uh, did, but you can keep because I might be wrong. Or I might yeah. not know exactly what you meant. All I'll right. let Travis guess. Well, I'm going to hop to a different one. So okay. quarterback is Iowa State. Running back is Stanford. And wide receiver is Arizona State. As the 49ers. Yeah. Purdy, McCaffrey, Ayuk. <laughs> this was a lot. Like I I thought it was gonna be harder when I got going through. Like, this is fucking easy. Um, if you know, if you know where your quarterbacks went, it helps out a lot. Like I knew Purdy went to Iowa yeah. State, and so that kind of just yeah. right then and there. All right, last one. Quarterback went to Fresno State, running back went to Tennessee, and your wide receiver went to Ohio State. The Saints. It is the, the Saints. Derek Carr went to Fresno State. Alvin Kamara went to Tennessee, and Olave went to Ohio State. So I'll take you a did shot. Easy quarter, you did easy quarterback ones, though. I feel like there were some difficult ones. Like, uh, think about it. I don't think, know though. I know my quarterbacks pretty well. All right, here you go. <laughs> I will take a. Uh, if I go through the entire league, and you guys can name me wherever starting entire league, I'll take forever. Do it. No, I think I think you oh, yeah. spin them off. For no, the Ethan, you did this to me the other day, and I did. I named them all. Well, yeah, the other Seattle. day was like three months ago, but yes, Se- Seattle, <laughs> West Virginia. Uh, oh, I thought you were gonna say. Yeah. I thought you were gonna do the college, and then we guessed the the quarter. No, so, Seattle, okay. West Virginia. You guys know. You guys know San Fran, Arizona. We have to go, Arizona. Josh Dobbs. Yeah. Yep, and then uh, L.A. Uh, Georgia. Yep, L.A. Chargers. Oregon. Oregon. Yep. Uh, Kansas City. Texas Tech. Texas Tech. That's what I'm saying. You guys know all the quarterbacks. <laughs> and then um, uh, Denver. Uh, NC State and then Wisconsin. Yep. There you yeah, go. Both of them. And we know <laughs> Vegas. We go to the South, Houston. Uh, Ohio State. Ohio State. Jacksonville. Clemson. Clemson. There you go. Uh, Tennessee. Fucking Texas A&M. I didn't know. Texas A&M. Know nice. There you go. Um, and then Indianapolis, we know that. Washington State. Yeah, we already, yeah, we already did. Yep. NFC South. Um, Saints, we know that. Um, Fresno what? State. Fresno State. Yeah, Fresno State. I'm trying to think of all the – oh, Atlanta. Yeah, Cincinnati. Um, Carolina. Alabama. And Tampa Bay. Oklahoma. Yep. So I'm saying like all the quarterbacks you guys are going to know. <laughs> yeah. So like, keep, we only got two more divisions. Keep going. <laughs> Might as well go. <laughs> NFC, yeah. AFC North Steelers. Uh, Pitt, Pitt. And then if you want to talk about Trubisky, UNC. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's definitely Pitt. Yeah. Um, Browns. This one might be tough because it's not going to be Deshaun Watson. I don't think. Is it going to be PJ Tucker though? PJ Walker. Yeah, whatever. PJ Tucker just got traded. But Deshaun Watson's their starting quarterback. Okay, where'd he go? Clemson. Yep. Ravens. Louisville. Louisville. Um, Cincinnati. LSU by way of Ohio State. Yep. And then NFC North, Detroit. Cal. Cal. Yep. Green Bay. Utah State. I think it was Nevada, wasn't he? Utah no. State. 
Utah State. See, I was gonna do I was gonna do Green Bay because I was like the most obscure. I'm like Ethan's gonna get that. It's a layup. <laughs> yeah, um, immediately. <laughs> Chicago. Ohio State. Ohio State. Unless and it's old Beijing for- now, it's which case it's Shepherd College. And I'm forgetting Michigan. one. It's uh, Vikings of Michigan State. Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then East, East. Uh, we already got, we already got Tua. New England is also a yeah, Alabama. Alabama, Buffalo, and then BYU, and then Wyoming. Yep. Yep. And then you got Dallas, Mississippi State. Yep. Then you got New York Giants. Which is if you name, you could probably be both of them. Oh, and then uh, Tyrod Taylor. Where did Tyrod Taylor go? I know it was he wasn't Ohio State, was he? No, where did he go? That would have been like early 2010s, right? Um, I'm just, I don't know where that would have been the one that would have stumped me. Yeah, but he's but not the he's, he's not the statistical leader. Yeah. Oh. He's played Tyra, several games. Oh, that's crazy. Tyrod Taylor. I know where, I know where old, sure. uh, Danny DeVito yeah. went. This is, uh, this is, yeah, Virginia <laughs> Tech. <laughs> Tommy DeVito. But if you would have said, if you would have said Penn State, I don't even know who the fuck their leading wide receiver is. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, and then the Eagles is obviously Alabama, Oklahoma. Al- Alabama, Oklahoma. And then you got the, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's just it's it would have been too easy. Very the quarterback easy. gave everybody a nice little uh, nice little trivia trivia lesson there for next time they go out and that's one. Next time we do, we should next time we should do we should do tight end, leading tackler and leading sack getter. That'd be that'd so be fun. tough. It'd be Jeez. fun, but it'd be so tough. Tight end, leading tackler, and lead and leading person in sacks. Yeah, that'd be a lot more shots to go around for everyone else. Mm-hmm. All right. Does anyone have anything before we jump into picks? All right. Well, let's kick it off with our coldest sport uh, we have, which is college football, who at one point in the season, I believe it was like after week four, we were up 10 units. Since then, we've had a pretty bad spell, but over the last few weeks, we've only lost a few units, but that's not acceptable. We need to be giving out winners. So let's make a little bit of a change in our approach and let's get after it. Who's got a pick? My first pick is on Friday. Same. Uh, I have a Thursday night game, actually. I'm just not realizing. Let's hear it. So Thursday is the second, right? Yes, that's tomorrow. Indeed. Uh, It would be today. Yeah. So Wake Forest and Duke play on Thursday night. Um, ACC game uh, spread is rather large. If you ask me for a conference game, two teams that are pretty evenly matched. Uh, it's 12 and a half. I like Wake Forest plus 12 and a half. Um, the reason why is because if you look at, first of all, the money on it, um, 63% of the bets are coming in on Duke when 75% of the money is coming in on Wake Forest. So sharps are on them. But then you also look at Duke. I mean, and they are playing some pretty bad football as of late. They've lost three of four. Um, they got blanked by Louisville last weekend, and uh, you know, beat lost four to state by eighteen. They beat a bad NC State team twenty four to three, and then before, like, really, if you look at their last five games, they beat NC State and UConn. 
You know, it's nothing to write home about. I mean, Wake Forest isn't beating the brakes off anybody either, but they're at least keeping their games close outside of the Florida State game, which is understandable because Florida State's number four in the country. Um, they, uh, I think they easily keep us in with, within 12 and a half. So that's my pick. Wake Forest plus 12 and a half money movement and just looking at recency bias on these teams. So, so you guys sold me with the money movement. I looked at that a lot this week and I actually didn't hate this game either. The spread did scare me um, because it's rather large. It worries me that either Wake Forest is going to come out and lay a goose egg, but also I could see this being like, you know, a three, four point game. I wouldn't say they're necessarily two evenly matched teams, maybe on paper. I think Duke is, in my opinion, by far the better team, but I could see with this being a conference game being a much closer game than one might think originally. What scares me is that Wake Forest offense is completely inept. Uh, over the past four weeks, they scored 12, 13, 21, and 16. And Duke has a very, very, very good defense. Yeah, Duke also just laid a goose egg against Louisville, though. It could just yeah. be a low-scoring game. What's the over-under? <laughs> 44 and 45. 45, yeah, yeah 45. Me. That scares yeah. me a little bit. It's not Iowa. It was Iowa. I take it in a heartbeat. With the thing, I mean, Duke did just score zero. Yeah, Riley Leonard coming back from his injury has been pretty bad. But, I mean, they're going to have to put up more than 10 points to cover the spread. Don't hate it. We'll see what else we have. <clears throat> uh, ahead, my first game on Friday is Boston College at Syracuse. That's not your game. Syracuse two-point favorites is at 6.30. We faded Syracuse last week. It was a no-sweat bet, essentially. This week, they're back at home for the first time since they started their four-game losing streak. Meanwhile, Boston College is on a four-game winning streak. Stylistically, this matchup favors Boston College. In their last three games, they're averaging 291 ground yards which is a nightmare for Syracuse because they cannot stop the run as of late. In their last three games, they have allowed 237 yards on the ground, just got run all over by Virginia Tech for over 300 yards with a dual-threat quarterback. Boston College, same style play, dual-threat quarterback. He leads their team in rushing, actually. I love Boston College on the money line here for two units. So I I had Boston College plus two. Um, So I I don't hate it either way. I will say this is that Um, I had a couple caveats. I, you know, a lot of the same things that you just talked about in terms of the way Syracuse is look, they're on a a losing skid. Boston college is on a winning streak. Um, Very similar styles of play to the person that they just got blown out by. Um, The only thing that worried me was one is that Syracuse has played a lot better of competition, at least in my opinion, over the last four weeks and Boston college has not. And that the line movement is heavily on Syracuse in terms of the money. But like I said, for all the other reasons, that's why I liked Boston College plus two. Now I know that plus two money line, basically the same thing at this point. But if they lose by one, coming for your head. <laughs> yeah, it's uh I, I don't hate it. I can definitely get behind it. Like if I'm just if I'm gonna bet this game, like it's a Friday night, nothing else is going on. I will well, probably both had it, so we're betting it. I don't. I was. Saying, I'm just giving my sense on it, my two cents on it. Boston. It just seems like a rat line. I mean, I'll tail it because I. I said looking at it, like I would. I would pick take Boston College money line all day, every day. But Ethan really, kind of Syracuse was four and zero. 
before they went on this losing streak. But see, Ethan, um, so they played Clemson, UNC, and Florida State in those three yeah, out of four and then they, And then they got blown out by a pretty garbage Virginia Tech team. Yeah. I mean, and then Boston College played Virginia Army, Georgia Tech, and UConn. So I'm not I'm not trying to say it's a bad pick, and I, I'm going to definitely tail it because I like it. Um, Georgia just Tech just beat to... UNC. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. Very true. So well, we can, I, we I do hear you, That's why through. I threw those caveats out. I, I yeah. just – I liked it a lot too. It's just there were a couple things that I was like, do I like it as much as I did? And because I originally had – um, money line as well, but I was like, maybe the two points will be good because if you remember last year, I, I bet Kansas State plus two, plus two and they lost by one. <laughs> or sorry, it was flip flop, whatever. It didn't cover. You battle on money line, they lost by. That's what like, it was. Sorry, yeah, they lost by one. Yeah, yeah. Either way, I I don't know. I'm not going to bet on team plus two. I'll take a money line. I think they win this game. The Carrier Dome is not a tough place to play. No. All right. Next. Here, give me your next one because that was my first one. So I only have three this week. So people have more, then I'll let them go. But if not, I'll go to my next one because I have three games. That we should have a light. I mean, got to do it. It's Mizzou plus 16, plus 15 and a half. What do we get it at against Georgia? Listen, I am a big proponent against betting on your teams. I think this spread is way too big. I think people are way overvaluing Georgia and undervaluing Mizzou because they're looking at, oh, they're one loss. They lost to Tennessee to LSU by 10 points. I don't think that happens here. I watched Mizzou a decade ago go into uh, between the hedges and win when they were like an eight-and-a-half-point dog then. I'm not saying they're going to win this game, although I would bet them to win because the money line is too juicy. I just think Mizzou has got a lot to fight for, and I think they give up a fight and keep us within two touchdowns easy. I know Ethan has this pick, correct? I do, yeah. It was my next one. So I got something in this game that I love even more. Team total? It's a game where I think Mizzou can win, but I also think that they can go in and completely lay down and get beat by 30. But to not get beat by 30, their team total on DraftKings is over 19 and a half points. If If you think Mizzou even keeps it close... They have to hit this number. There's no chance. If, if you if they cover, they're hitting this number a million times out of a million. They're not going to lose this game 31 to 15. Mm-hmm. They're just not going to do it. So, Mizzou has scored 30-plus in every single game outside of that weird Middle Tennessee State game in Week 2. 30-plus points in every game, every SEC game they've played. UGA has allowed 20-plus, they would hit this number, to Florida, Vandy, Auburn and UAB. You can keep your 15 and a half points. I'm rolling Mizzou over 19 and a half. That might be the play. So I love that play. I was telling Travis yesterday too that I, and we don't have to do this either, um, that I didn't love betting more than a unit on the Mizzou plus 15 and a half just because it scares me. And like Travis just said, where we could go out, we could look like an absolute dumpster fire and lose by 30. But what if we played both and we just doubled down on the game and we do a unit on plus 15 and a half and a unit or two on the over of 19 and a half and just make it one of our bigger plays of the week? Seems like we've got a lot of the same game so far this week, so we're not going to have a lot to choose from anyways. I'll say, let's see where the cards lie. I don't love having two plays in the same game because basically, like Travis said, like 
if, yeah, one's if one hits, hit, the other's going to hit, though. So then you're doubling down and you're you're making money. But I, I could also see like a 42 to 21 game where only one of them hits. I'm just saying if we if if Mizzou wants to keep it close, they're going to have to score three touchdowns. That's it. Yeah, we'll keep it in mind. We'll take we'll circle back to it. I think we all can kind of get behind a play in that game. I think we should keep it to one instead of instead of both. I but agree. We'll decide on what that one is here in a few minutes. All right. Um, that was one of Ethan. So we'll circle back to you, Jared, with your last play. Last play is a dog shit uh, butthole state versus butthole state game. Uh, it's at Saturday at the at the right fucking primetime hour, four o'clock. Um, what a random ass time for a game. Yeah, that's about the time where I'm fucking setting in my bets for the night game because I've lost so much money. Uh, Georgia State, sorry, Georgia Southern at Texas State. Georgia Southern are two point favorites on the road, and that's why I'm taking against Texas State at home. Money movement's huge in this game. Sixty-eight percent of the bets coming out of Texas State. Seventy-five percent of the money is on Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern has won four of their last five. Their only loss to JMU, who we all think very, very highly of. Outside of that, they beat Ball State forty to three, beat Coastal Carolina by ten, beat U uh, Monroe by ten, and beat Georgia St- State by almost twenty. Texas State. Has lost two of the last three. They just lost to Troy. They lost to Lafayette. And they only beat Monroe by one um, at home. While Georgia Southern. Oh, wait, you're taking one. Georgia Southern? Oh, yeah, Georgia Southern minus two. You made That's you made favorite. that really confusing. It sounded Sorry. like you were saying you were taking Texas State. Okay, no, that makes a lot no. more sense. Georgia Southern minus two because the money, 67% of the bets are on Texas State. 75% of the money is on Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern just playing better ball of late. Like I said, their only loss is JMU on the road. So no, they have two losses. I said of their last five. Of the last five. Um, They're playing good ball as of late. Of their last five, they are four and one. Um, This is like would be. I have this as like a mini lock for me this week. So I like it because I just took Georgia State last week against them and they got steamrolled. However, their defense is not very good, and they do have a very good offense. So that scares me a little bit, but I like to play. Uh, also, Georgia Southern is 5-1 and one as a favorite on the year against the spread. So, and we're going to talk about offense, defense. I mean, I can I can rub off some numbers. Georgia Southern is 12th in the country in third down conversions. Texas State on defense is 124th. Six in first downs. Texas State's 121st. Like, I can go on and on. I think this is, like, my favorite play on Saturday by far. Okay. Then mine is Mizzou's team total. So, Ethan, do you have a favorite play on Saturday? I do. I it's it's like a risky favorite play, but when the numbers stood out to me, we talked about. Um, I'll just jump to it. It's the last play on my card, but I'll just jump to it and come back up to the other ones. Um, it's a team total. We've talked a lot about how we like team totals in uh, the NCAA over the past couple of weeks. This one's a lot higher of a team total than we're used to, but I'll give you my reasons as to why I like it. it is the LSU at Alabama game. Um, LSU's team total is only 28 and a half points for a team that is averaging 47 points a game. Um, 47 points a game. I just want to throw that out there right now. I know Alabama's defense has been stout. They've only averaged about 17 points a game against. Um, I'm going to play dumb like law of averages here, but that means if, if we go between LSU's average and Alabama's average, LSU should still put up 32 points. Um, and they haven't played 
an offense like LSU's offense yet, who is ranked number one in the scoring offense in the entire country um, and has played good competition. They've, they even put up 24 against Florida state who I would argue has a way better defense than Alabama does. Um, So the fact that this is 28 and a half, I know that it's right over 28 in case they scored four touchdowns scares me, um, but I love this over. Don't hate it. The half, the hook is what Mm -hmm. makes me nervous. Let me see what uh, what there is to do. I mean, that's just high. Yeah, and I know it's high. And I was thinking that too, because but I specifically went to this game to see what LSU's total was at. And when I saw that they were averaging forty seven points a game against some of the competition that they've played, it was really hard for me. I mean, that's two total. That's almost three Here. total touchdowns less than what they average. Here's a ranking that I think LSU is that I think is underrated because you look at we don't tr- talk about translation from college NFL. You look at yards per play, like you look at the Miami Dolphins, like the yards per play is like eight point eight, number one in the NFL, and they're fucking putting up numbers every over thirty in almost every single game outside of the Eagles game. LSU's yards per play is second in the country. They are just fucking chunking the ball on the field. So if they can keep that up, I think they score thirty. Well, I also think another good reason as to why this could hit is because their defense is so bad that they are going to, if if they're going to be giving up a bunch of points, they have to score a bunch of points to keep pace. On top of that, if if their if their defense is playing really bad, their also their offense is also going to be on the field a lot quicker. Total sixty one, and bet percentages and money percentages are all over the over eighty eight. 89% of the bets and 81% of the money is on the over. I think if the over hits in this game, then LSU hits that 28 and a half. Because I do think this this stays within the spread. Um, I was looking at LSU plus three of myself. I didn't put it in my card. Um, They're over 27 and a half, so minus 140. I don't, I don't hate that might be the, that might be the, and the line could even move before. I would rather day. I would rather take the less juice just for the four yeah. touchdowns. Yeah. All right. I'm okay with that. Put it in our pocket then. And I want right, and I'll make sure that that is, that is mentioned on our pick sheet if that's the case. All yeah, right. Alternate, alternate spread. Yeah. I technically have two more. I'll throw them both out there. You can see. Um, one of them is Saturday at 11 a.m. It's a Texas at Ole Miss game. Uh, Ole Miss is three point favorites. <clears throat> What'd you say? I said Texas AM, but yes, because you said Texas. Ole Miss is three-point favorites. The spread is weird to me. While I do really like Ole Miss here against this Texas A&M team, something screaming, stay away. Uh, the, Ole Miss has an opening yeah. in the SEC West. I feel like something, something funky could happen. I don't like the small number. Staying away from that. What I do like here is the total. Um, it ties for the highest total in an A&M game all year long. They're four and four in totals. However, is the lowest for an Ole Miss game all year long. They are three, three and five in overs. However, of the ten total SEC games these two have played, they've each played five SEC games. The only game they would have hit this total was the LSU Ole Miss game. We just talked about how high powered LSU's offense was. All of the other nine games that they have played combined would go under this. Defensive battles in the SEC, we know this. I'm not in love with Texas A&M's offense. It's their defense that wins this game, or that wins them games, rather. I like the under of 54. Love it. 
money money makes on. sense there, Trav. Fifty percent bets on the over, sixty-seven percent of the money on the under. There you go. It is on my card. It was on my card with a, a half and half. Like I was gonna bring this to the table and ask you guys which one you liked better. The other half of it was um Ole Miss minus three. So it sounds like I know what you like better. Um, and I'm okay with it for a lot of the same reasons that Ole Miss's defense wins them games. The total was just extremely high to me for the two teams that were playing each other. Um, and I think that if LSU covers, it's because they're going to win this game like 24 to 10. So um, you mean, sorry, Ole Miss, my bad. We were just talking about LSU. Um, Ole Miss, if Ole Miss wins this game, I think it's because they're going to let up 10 points and then score two to three touchdowns or three to four touchdowns. Sorry. Yeah, I good with the under. I like both. If you really want to be risky, you can go same game parlay Ole Miss and the under. But I like the under better. I'm not putting on our card, but yes, I think as a personal play, it might be. Oh yeah, I'm not going to put it on my card either. Uh, So there we go. We have that, and then my last pick of the of the week is something that I just could not leave off my card. I kept on trying to talk myself out of it, but I couldn't do it. It's a night game, Saturday, eight o'clock Central. It's Stanford at Washington State. Uh, Washington State's 13-point favorites. And boy, what a fall from grace they have had this year. They were 4-0, right, 13th in the country. Heisman candidate at QB and Cam Ward. They went to UCLA, and the fucking just the wheels fall, fell off their car. They fucking turned a Maserati into a fucking Pontiac real quick. Um, since that game, they're 0-4. They've been outscored 145-74. to Stanford... They are two and six. They're not a great team. They've shown the ability to hang in there with some teams. Last week they kept up with Washington, lost by only nine. I think they should keep this manageable. I like Stanford plus thirteen. I like that play. Um, yeah. I didn't have it, but I don't I, hate I, it. I don't, I don't know if we play. can squeeze it in somewhere, but yeah, I don't, I don't hate it. Squeeze it in the card. Yeah, I have Uno Mas play. Um, this was my makes no sense play of the week. I would think um, I told you that I was looking at money a lot more than I do um, this week. Cause I had a little more time on my hands. It is the JMU at Georgia state game. We just talked about JMU and Georgia state a little bit earlier when you were talking about Georgia Southern. Um, the spread here is five and a half. And it makes no sense to me where the money is lying in this game because I, I just want to take JMU minus five and a half. Because they're 8-0, they've earned a lot of people's respect. Georgia State is getting 40% of the bets, but they are getting 90% of the money at plus 5.5. I saw something on Twitter earlier where a dude does a lot of the like the EPA bullshit and like their averages and stuff like that, and they had Georgia State projected to lose this game by 2. Um, if it is going to be a very close game, I'm not saying Georgia State's going to win it. They're at home. They have to have a bounce back from the way they played last week. Um, and JMU is soaring high, eight and no, but feels like it could be a letdown game. The fact that 90% of the money was on Georgia plus five and a half at home just it, it tells me I have to take it. Now, we don't have to take it, but I have to take it. I don't know, I don't know any other way to put it. That's tough, and I like, I love the reasoning, but yeah. like you said, I wanted to bet on, on James Madison. Mm-hmm. I I, I almost those are, I, those are the types I, of plays though that always hit, but you're yep. so afraid. Yep. And like me, I'm we're afraid to put I'm afraid to put it on the card. Yeah, I literally when I scrolled through that game and I saw it because I use Vegas Insider for my lines, 
um, because they're just all right there. So I was scrolling down and I see JMU minus five and a half. I was like, oh, I'm taking that for sure. Like, that's so dumb. And then I clicked on the game and started scrolling through like some of the statistics. And then I got to the money and I was like, Jared always talks about like between where the public is and where the sharps are. And I was like, why is it so like disparate? Just fucking 50%. Probably just like difference. three guys who have fucking hundred <laughs> million dollars on it. Game. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine total picks that we have. God damn. Wake Forest plus 12 and a half. Boston College. I'm saying money line. Mizzou, which I think we have to at least put something on the Boston yeah. College game. Um, do we'll do a unit and a half. We'll save ourselves a half unit in case we want to use it down the line. We got Mizzou plus fifteen or Mizzou over nineteen and a half. Um, we got, I we got I really like that team total over. Like I I had I plus sixteen, but. I didn't even look at the team total over, so. Yeah. We'll do two on that one. We'll do two on that one. We got Georgia Southern minus two. I like that one. Uh, We could do a unit and a half on that one. Save ourselves again a unit because I do like that. That's five. Let's go a little bit on the. What else do we have left? LSU team total, uh, which we're, we're. Kind of buying down a little bit at the minus one forty, so we're laying a little less juice. Uh, don't know if we want to go a little heavier on that. Keep going. Uh, what's, the, what's, what's the rest of the picks we got? The A and M Ole Miss under. I like that one. Which Ethan I we, also. I had. think we put two units on that. Yep. Yeah. So we got two on that. Stanford plus three and Georgia State plus five and a half. Stanford I got a proposition 13. for you boys. Stanford that plus thirteen, by the way, not not plus two. But yeah. <laughs> you did say plus. Did two. I didn't really say that. Jeez. You said plus three. It's plus three. Sorry. Oh, we have right. seven. We have seven. If you're going to mention a teaser, I don't like it already. I, I want to talk like it. If you're going to do a I teaser, want... they make them fucking hammers. <laughs> okay. Toss out Wake Forest because I'm not doing a Thursday to Saturday teaser. We could do it. What, what does a three team teaser look like, though, for LSU, Georgia? But then, you gotta, then you only do seven points. But you also can't do LSU team total on a teaser either. No, you can't. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but you can do LSU because they are here. Hear me out. We could do just LSU because if you like them to score that many points, I don't think they get blown out of the water. I liked, I liked LSU to cover. I didn't put them in my card, though. What if then we're going to do this again? We do another 13 pointer monster teaser. Okay. That makes Mizzou plus 28 and a half, LSU okay. plus 16, Stanford plus 26, and Georgia State plus 18 and a half. You put oh, Georgia State it. in there? Oh, I love okay. it. Yeah, I do too, actually. So you're going to do 13 point teaser. If, if, if Georgia State is the only leg that blows this cover, Jarrett, I will do a punishment just for you. Georgia Southern, you mean? But yeah. No, Georgia State. Georgia State. I, that was my pick. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So yeah. if they're the only if they're the only reason this leg does or this uh teaser doesn't hit, I will do a punishment of your choice just for you. As long as it does yeah, not involve bodily fucking, harm. You guys have been <laughs> fucking talking up JMU all year long, but yeah, I'll sure it's bet against them. Yeah. 
I like it. So MIZ. I, uh, I haven't been talking up JMU. I like the team, but I haven't been here like, oh, they should be where Cincinnati was a couple of years ago. So what what does that 13-point teaser look like? I'm guessing this is a three-unit play. This, is, this will be the three-unit play because it is minus 140. Um, it is, and I will tell you that right now, Mizzou plus 20, because I'm taking off the half because you can't push sweetheart teaser. So it's technically makes it Mizzou plus 28 and a half, LSU plus 15 and a half, Stanford plus 25 and a half, and Georgia State plus 18 and a half. Big games. Those are all, they can all lose by two touchdowns. Yep. Yeah. And they're all. And they're all like heavy, like must win games for a lot of these teams. Even the Georgia State JMU game, there's yeah. a, there's a lot riding for Georgia State on that just for conference uh, play reasons. And then you got like LSU it. Bama, you, you got Mizzou Georgia, like yeah. Just so, put it on the record, I'm I'm still gonna bet Wake Forest plus twelve and a half on Thursday night because it's Thursday night and I have to. So well, we'll bet it too because we're gonna yeah. be at we'll Buffalo be at, we'll be at B Dubs watching the small screen in the top right corner while everybody's <laughs> watching the big screen. All right. This is our card, ladies and gents. Boston College money line for one and a half units. Mizzou over 19 and a half for two units. Georgia Southern minus two for one and a half. AM Ole Miss under 54 for two and a 13 point monster. It's minus 140 odds, but this is our this is our three wise men pick of the week. Mizzou plus 28 and a half, LSU plus 15 and a half, Stanford plus 25 and a half, and Georgia State plus 18 and a half. Big dogs. Let the dogs eat. You know what I mean? I, I like that because that's also going to keep my college card super small on Saturday. Because there's also a UFC card I want to bet on Travis. I didn't know Derek Lewis is headlining this weekend. Derek Lewis is headlining getting finished this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Which leads us in, lead me in because that adds a perfect transition to what I wanted to talk about. He got arrested yesterday for going 136 and a 50. Did you see that? Derek Lewis did? Yeah. Uh, Then went to Vegas today uh, for the media portion and the media was asked him about it. He goes, I know what you're talking about. That wasn't me. I, I, it must be nice to have money, man, because I got pulled over in college for going 50 over and my ass didn't get to go to Vegas the next day. <laughs> he, was in a, he was in his red Lambo in Houston going 136 in a 50. Yep. I learned my lesson. That How is a motherfucker in a Lambo, first of all. It also was uh, that me, me going 100 in a 55 was also three months before Panama City Beach. There you go. Hey, I had a fun few months. Do you know why he was going so fast? Why? His balls were hot. <laughs> this goddamn car. Oh, uh, but that's a that's a perfect segue. I haven't. I, I wrote down the college card this week because I always ask Travis Ethan. I'm like, on this come Saturday, when I'm like, what are we betting on? I don't know the fucking card, so. I wrote it down. I love it because I'm looking at it small. They're games that all make sense. I love I love that under that AM Ole Miss game because I feel like everyone their fucking brother is going to bet the over. Uh, that's uh, you. I know the 13 point teasers are three Wiseman, but that might be my favorite pick of the of, of Saturday. All right, there you go. We got maybe we got ourselves a comeback in a week. That's what we'll we got. All right. Let's roll on into our NFL slate. 
All right, NFL. Uh, I have a feeling we're going to go into the green this weekend, boys. Now, probably not. Maybe not in college. We might be in the green for the week, but NFL on the year, we're going green. Um, keep the earth clean. We love the earth. It is our planet. Jarrett, <laughs> give, us pick. give us one of your 900 picks. You bet on every game. Uh, well, I bet on a lot and I won last week. So that's, that is what it is. We all, we all won last week in NFL. Uh, my first one, I mean, we, we have to do it. I mean, kickoff, kickoffs to Sunday, right? Um, gotta do Miami money line plus 125. I like your egregiousness. <clears throat> I will Listen, bet on them. It is tough to put out there. I, I refuse without freaking rose-colored glasses, refuse to believe in the Miami Dolphins until they beat a good team this year. Fair? And I, I think fair. that is fair because of – and it's again, you beat you beat who they put in front of you. I get it. But you lose to the good teams. I, 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 I don't even consider Kansas City a good team. I'm sorry. I've watched them play this year. They're not good. Okay, okay. They're a good team. Yeah, are they average? Are they cream of the crop top – no, we will figure that out next week. When you're a crop top, baby, <laughs> crop top, trade market, flop top, floppy toppy, crappy toppy. Um, I just had to throw it out there. I mean, I'm I'm put, I'm I'm betting it because I know I mean, there's, there's a there's a lot more reasons. I have a lot more reasons besides just the Dolphins playing the Chiefs, who are playing uh, scored nine points against a team we fucking hung a seventy burger on. It's the fact that no, the no, Chiefs no, have, they've scored, they've scored uh, under thirty points in two outings. Okay, that we've hung a seven on in one outing. Not mention the fact that we they played a later game on Sunday than we did. We flew out on Monday to go to Germany, and we got to get there. We got the rest. We are we're going to get three practices in Germany. The Chiefs are going to get one. They didn't fly out till today. Stupid. Um, you got their fucking today? star news. They flew out today. Today or Seems late or late so. yesterday. They're they're gonna get one practice and it's gonna be on Friday and it's gonna be a bet it's not gonna be a full full padded practice. I'm just like Mike McDaniel came out and said on his press conference they're like why'd you decide to he goes I'm not gonna bore you with the science behind it but there's reasoning behind why we left when we did. They left literally the Monday morning. I mean literally there's a picture of Tua getting on the jet at like 7:24 a.m. Eastern time Monday morning to go to Germany. So I'm gonna trust the Yale guy here. I like me some Andy Reid. I think he's a good coach. I just think there's a lot more in these overseas trips that the Dolphins have made a lot more than the Chiefs over the last decade. I think that they're more primed to win. I think they have more reason to win. I think Tyreek's going to have a nuclear a nuclear game. Um, I think having Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard and Javon Holland back are going to be huge for the secondary, and I don't think the Chiefs are going to be ready for us in, in, in the slightest. Hey, everybody. I know what you're all thinking. Yes, I am taller in person. Please tell me. No one laughed. <laughs> Dude, fucking Germans, no sense of humor. <laughs> um, it, it made it more funny because no one laughed. Yeah. 75% I, of the bets are on the Chiefs at the moment. And we just lost Ethan. Ethan just literally just fucking just zoom, someone's ejecto cedo cuz straight out of the yeah. stream. <laughs> I, boom. um, like I said, I I like the pick. The money moving off because it is, that money moving makes no sense though, Travis. I, if you're talking about that, um, 
It's not, it wasn't, I didn't even look at the money limit because I think the line's been the same because the line's been the same for the last three weeks, but there is a lot of money on the, or the lot, a lot of the no, best places. I don't know about the it, money percentage. It moved from two and a half to one and a half today. And like you said, a lot of the money's like almost all the money's on the chiefs. So what, what does Vegas know that we don't? It, normally, normally when you see that much money move, when you see that much money on one team, the line's going to go up. They're just going to go from two and a half to three and a half to get people to be like, oh, well, I'm going to bite the hook on Miami if, if that's what Vegas is thinking. But with all this money dumping on the Chiefs and the line goes down, that's fishy to me. I just have got to – and this is this is more of just a personal thing for me. I've got to see the Dolphins play better. Oh, I agree. I agree. And it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to make or break my Sunday. Been playing at 8.30 in the fucking morning. It's going to make or break yeah, my Sunday. I mean, it's literally – I'm going to be sitting there slumped over on the couch – it's beers deep at eleven o'clock. Yeah, wanting to rip my jersey into a fucking sweater vest, or celebrating because we're going to the buys number one seed in the AFC, or that, or that. I mean, they're. I'm not saying that they're going to lose. I'm just saying that they cannot show up like they did against the Eagles and the Bills. The Eagles was a little bit better. The Bills was horrendous. Um, Buffalo though, Buffalo always plays us tough. It is, a, it, and and you could always make that, and you can make that argument for the Dolphins and the Broncos, like with with the kind of stinker two games they had against them, divisional rivals. I hate that yeah. argument at the same time. I hate that. Oh, uh, division plays divisions tough. No, if you're a bad team, you're a bad team. I'm sorry. Kind of like the yeah. same thing with the Eagles. Just played the fucking Commanders tough. I'll put it on there. I, I wrote it down. We'll talk. We'll circle back to it. I can't imagine we won't have any other games we like better. Um, Ethan's going to be back momentarily. I'll go ahead with my second pick. Uh, it's Thursday pick. night game. Yeah, with, uh, <laughs> with the second total pick. Jesus. Uh, Thursday night game, it's Titans at Steelers. Steelers are two and a half Thursday night football. I'm not sure what's going on with the state of the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. Pickett, no one, like he said he's playing. They're still they're still labeling him as like a, I don't think it's a game time decision, but I think we'll find out tomorrow. As of earlier, when I was looking things up, they weren't sure. He came out in his press conference, said he was playing. Mitch Trubisky was supposed to be next in the press conference. Heard that? Refused to speak to the media. Probably, yeah, there's probably some tension going on in that locker room right now. Is there beef between the two of them? Is there beef between the two of them? I don't know. Um, Regardless, the Steelers ranked, here we go, fourth and lowest points per game, fourth and lowest yards per play, fourth lowest in yards per uh, rush attempt. The Titans don't really have that big of a problem stopping their run. They're in the, I think they're 11th in stopping their run uh, in the NFL. So their, their defense is stout. They just introduced Will Levis to this offense. They will Levis has the opportunity on his hands, big game, prime time to solidify himself as their future QB moving forward. He in the game last week had some big plays, prides himself in the big ball, deep ball, big chunk yardage plays. Steelers defense ranked 27th in rush yards attempt per attempt in defense. So they let up big runs. Uh, they let up what'd you say? They're twenty fifth in passing defense. Twenty, yeah, and twenty fourth. I was going to twenty. They might be twenty fifth in 
a stat, but I saw tied for 24th, 25th, whatever, on pass yards. Yeah. Uh, like I said, they rely heavily. I don't think they'll have a problem bottling up the ter- terrible backfield that is Jalen Warren and Najee Harris. They have an identity crisis wherever you look at. Deontay Johnson is healthy. They don't know who they want to throw the ball to. Titans, money line. I like the money line pick. Can I suggest something else? I like Titans. The lines moved to now three. Titans plus three might be a safer bet. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with your pick at all. I mean, all. I just think sense. if the Titans lose, they lose by ten. Yeah, if they're gonna right. if, if they're gonna be in this game, they're gonna win this game. It's but it's going to play on the road in Pittsburgh. The terrible towels on Thursday night. Um, I don't disagree with you. I mean, because if you look at the on the defensive side of the ball, like the Titans are still have a really stout defense. They always really have over the last few years. They always too. have a poopy defense this year, which is surprising. They, but they don't even have a poopier offense. Here's one thing I'm looking at that's huge that I think is going to make a big difference for the plus three. What are you laughing at, Ethan? Poopy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the Titans defense is second in red zone efficiency. The Pittsburgh offense is 24th in red zone efficiency. You can let up yards all day long. Let them get down the red zone. Let, is it Chris Bossel still the kicker? I have no fucking idea. Um, in Pittsburgh, I don't let know. Chris let, let Chris Bossel knock, no, in fucking, knock in 27, 30 yarders all day long. I think I, I don't like that. I don't hate that pick, Travis. I would prefer to do the plus three than money line. But <clears> if you want the juice for money line, I get it. I have another stat to add to that. Can he pick it? Is second worst all time with the amount of with like the correct amount of playing time considered. He is second worst all time in touchdown percentage. Yeah, I mean, I, I so I like, there you I, go with the Chris Boswell effect. I just I hate taking anything under plus three. If it was three and a half, sure. But it's just if I, I would be okay losing the hook on two. Right, fuck it, let's do it. Personal. Do Titans money. Dude, I did Dolphins money line. You did Titans money line. I like it. Fuck it. All Get right. ballsy. Ethan, thoughts? You know, uh, well, I uh, so for those of you listening, uh, my computer two weeks in a row has decided to freeze on me about an hour 30 in to when we've recorded um, live at least. So I don't know what you said. <laughs> like, uh, basically last, said five you minutes. recorded you out of the stream. Basically said that Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh has a little bit of identity crisis going on. Apparently, um, Kenny Pig came up to the mic and said he was playing on Thursday night, and that Trubisky was scheduled to speak after him and did not speak. So I don't know if there's like some internal conflict going on there. Um, but Will Levis also play. Also, Travis, you said Will Levis like he prides himself on deep ball. He, I think he finally realized, or someone realized, hey, DeAndre Hopkins can still fucking play football. Like he's one of the best deep ball receivers in the NFL. I have him on my team. I'm just gonna fucking throw it up, and he'll and he'll go up and get it. He's a 50-50 ball guy. He's gonna get those get those plays, um, and I don't think anyone on the Steelers defense can stop him. Mika so, Fitzpatrick sure shit can't. So the the bet is Titans money line then is what I'm Titans getting. Money line. That's what I was it saying. just yes, it just moved up to okay. plus three. It was at plus two and a half earlier, but um, either way, I I I actually have them as one of my pickums this week because I like the Titans a lot too. Um, it was not on my card here specifically um but i I do think that the steelers defense has been lacking this season their offense is nothing to be desired for and the titans while have they have struggled still have a playoff caliber team for the most part that they had in the last couple years prior 
Um, and with Will Levis maybe getting a chance to to sling the ball around a little bit, um, I think that's going to help their chances. The Titans are a few scores away from only having one to two losses. Yeah. yeah. And with Ryan Tannehill at the helm, uh, we all know how he is. I, and I wasn't the big Will Levis fan. He did come out and have a good game. Do we have a Brock Purdy situation in our hands where he has a great rookie season? Possibly. I'm not going to bet against him at this to- at this exact moment. Yeah, me either. All right. But those, those, that was the only pick you put out. Yeah. So we, we got the Dolphins Miami game. Yep. yep. That's the it. only the, the I was trying to add this stat before my computer just decided to explode. Um, the one thing I wanted to add to the Miami game that I just thought was funny is that somebody did a statistic on games that Taylor Swift is at versus games Taylor Swift is not at games that she's at they're four and oh and they average 10 points more per game than when she's not there and they are two and two when she's not there I do not think she's going to be in Germany this weekend I'm just they are definitely if we want to go deep conspiracy they are pushing to go back on that game they're pushing that narrative of Taylor Swift they're pushing that out as much as they want I don't know how many fucking Taylor Swift fans are going to be awake and want to watch the game at 8.30 <laughs> in the morning on Sunday. But if you – I mean, it is technically – I would consider that semi of a primetime game because the only game going on at the moment. They, well, yeah. they better – Taylor Swift fans better be at church at 8.30 in the morning on Sunday. Yeah. So <laughs> in, the, in the house of Swift, that's where they better be. Um, cool. I guess I will give my first game of the week then. Um, it is a noon game. It is the Bucks at the Texans, unless I have some reason got this wrong and it's not a noon game. Um, but Bucks at the Texans, the Bucks are plus three. This one was tough for me to uh, like to ignore because the Bucks are are the better team. The Texans cannot run the ball for shit, and the Bucks run D is fantastic. If they are very one-dimensional this weekend and that the Texans, I should say, they're not going to be able to score on the Bucs. And the Bucs, I think Baker Mayfield, you know, bounce back game. They have a good enough offense to be able to put up enough points to beat this Texans team. And the fact that they are underdogs in this game kind of blows my mind. I get it's on the road. I get you're traveling into Texas, whatever. Um, CJ Stroud has looked good at points this year, but. Give me CJ Stroud has not looked good over the past few weeks. Not I recently. Say no. The first few weeks have been flukes. They have been struggling to put up points. Um, yep. They have put up in the last three weeks against Atlanta, New Orleans, and Carolina 19, 20, and 13. Those might so, be the worst. I'm going to call I'm contradicting myself, but this is a game where I like the three with the Bucks. Like the three points rather than the money line. I have a I have a pick in this game as well. That's not what Ethan said though. Uh, but talking yeah. about Ethan's points, red zone efficiency for the for the Bucks on offense, twenty eighth in the league. Kind of point Houston's red zone D is seventh in the league. So keep that in mind. I, I I'm a huge proponent of on red zone offense and defense in the NFL. Our first half bets last week went two and zero. I have another first half bet in this game, and I mean it. It could have worked out to where my first half bets, bet hits, and Ethan's full game bet hits. I like Houston money line first half. They're five and two against the spread first half. Tampa Bay is three and four against the spread first half this year. I did the same thing last week. I looked at matchups on teams who are good first half spread versus two, their playing team is bad first half spread. Bad's anything under 500, in my opinion. Um, so I, I put them on there. 
we don't have to take it, but I, I, I do have that uh, in this game. But I can't say I don't – because, like, Tampa Bay did the same thing last week against Buffalo. They played, like, dog shit in the first half. We're getting the doors blown off of them by Buffalo in the first half. Came back, and they – theoretically, if Chris Godwin turns around a quarter of a second earlier, he catches that Hail Mary, and they win that fucking game. So – I mean, it's a very it's a very realistic possibility where the Houston first half money line spread can hit and the plus three for the for the Bucks can hit. That's tough. I don't want to bet both. No, I don't either. I, 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 I lean on the side of taking neither. <clears throat> I do like we'll that better we'll full see game. what else we have. Yep. But yeah, we'll see what else we have. I'm assuming that was one of Jared's picks. It was one of my picks, yeah. All right. Well, I'll go into my to go on to another one. Uh, this is I'm, I'm not going in chronological order. I'm just going in favorite order. My next one is Sunday Night Football. It is Bills at Bengals. Bengals are two-point favorites. Who <clears throat> who thought the Bills would be five and three for the first eight weeks? Not me. I sure as hell didn't. I thought they'd be a lot better. Nonetheless, they have struggled over the past four weeks. They cannot seem to stay healthy. Their defense is really banged up. Josh Allen also dealing with a lingering shoulder injury. He did not practice today. Wednesday. Yep. Didn't even practice yep. at all. Wasn't a half participant. Nothing. Um, that kind of concerning. They're trending down. They have struggled. They've only outscored their opponents by two points over the last four weeks, and they have played some pretty rough opponents. Nothing to write home about. Bengals, on the other hand, trending up. They have back-to-back wins against the Seahawks and 49ers. While you can say that the 49ers have not been great over the last few weeks, that's still a very good win. Uh, They've gotten their shit together after that Cardinals win. They are really trending in the right direction. I love Bengals minus two in this game. I love it. How about about we just take a money line at minus 125? Because that's on on my card, Bengals money line. I love it's not it. My card. I, 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 love that pick. I really don't know if they lose this. I, I don't see a way in what they lose this game with how the bills have looked. I would yep. I'll gladly, not gladly, but I will not be mad getting burnt on taking the Bengals and the bills winning, but I will not take the bills in this game whatsoever. I love the Bengals. Yeah. I think it's, it's a home game, Sunday night football. The, me, me and Travis have been to a game inside that stadium, that, that crowd, they get raucous. They get crazy whenever they, whenever their team's playing good. It's an electric atmosphere. And like Travis said, they're banged up. Um, they just traded for Russell Douglas, who I don't think is going to play this week. He uh, – funny, funny thing. Their injury report today on the Bills, it said Russell Douglas did not practice, and the reason was just got here. Um, <laughs> that's, literally, that's literally what they said. So, that's um, good. I thought it was hilarious. I mean, I also, hell, <clears throat> hell, we might be even – it might be even better if he does play because, A, he hasn't – been great as of late and b he's going into a new defense where he's not going to know a whole lot i mean yeah. you, you got t higgins t is healthy again um you got t higgins jamar chase i mean that offense is starting i watched that play where joe burrow was getting chased around by the by the niners defense where he just like shrugged off nick bosa and then armstead and stepped up in the pocket and went off i mean he's starting to play like joe burrow so they're humming I, for sure i yeah. just i just but I really hope we don't see T. Higgins and Demar Hamlin on the field at the same time this Sunday. God damn! Yeah, um, I'd, like to, I'd like for the game to finish. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I did have one other thing about this game too is that I, I like this pick a lot. It wasn't on my card, but I think this is at least a two-unit play. Um, yeah. The Bills to me are a bounce-back candidate next week for some of the reasons that you just mentioned, Jarrett, and that 
guys like Rasul Douglas, Leonard Fournette well, are not going to play this week. And I know they play yeah, well, the Broncos next week, but but well, the no, list- they're also they're also going to Dubai after this game, so they got they get the bye week. The Bills? No, they play the Broncos next week. It's a bye um, week, bro. The Broncos are on a bye week this week, so they play the Bills next week. Um, I'm ninety nine percent sure they're on a bye next week. Nope, you're right. You're right. Never mind. I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyways, <laughs> point being, the Broncos are on a bye week. There's a lot of hype after they just beat the Chiefs. I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but I we don't know what the line is. But coming off a good win against the Chiefs, a bye week, and then the Bills the way they've looked, the line I'm hoping screams to me take Bills because they're going to have some guys that have gotten a couple practices under the belt, like Rizul Douglas, like Leonard Fournette. Um, Regardless, and if they lose this week to the Bengals too, adds all to the the fuel for next week. Regardless, I like Bengals this week. There you go. Uh, The stars align. Bills or Bengals this week. Don't think the Bills go five and five. Take the Bills next week. All right, Ethan. Yeah, um, this is my favorite play of the week, and I have two picks to choose from. We can't take both. Got to take one. You just let me know which one you like better. Favorite play of the week. It is the Rams at the Packers. Sunday, noon. The Packers have Sunday. not scored three points in the first half in any game since week two where they scored 10. They have scored three points or less in the first half every single game since week two, and they've been shut out three times. The Rams are plus one and a half first half, and the Packers team total in the first half is nine and a half. You tell me what you like. I like Rams money line first half. First half. Because even if they, even if it's tied, they push. This Uh, is, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but this is like the easiest bet I've ever made. The Rams in the first half. Yeah. If you're taking one and a half, you might as well take the plus money with the money line. Cause what are you hoping for? Seven, six. Well, Cause like Uh, you just said, they, they, if they tie, then you win the bet, though. That's my thing with it. If they're tied going into halftime, you what you win the Rams bet. But either way, it's to me, it's just it was a no-brainer because the Packers can't seem to get their shit figured out in the first half. And the Rams have a pretty dynamic offense. The Packers just lost one of the best players in the secondary that they had because Jair Alexander has not looked good this year. Um, you've got guys like Darnell Savage who are on the IR. Um and the Rams love to throw the ball. No, no, so, no Russell Douglas. Well, that's got what Puka I just said. They just lost Tyler Higby, Cooper Cup. You players. got all those guys. Yep. Uh, I like Rams. I'll take Rams plus one and a half first half. I had on my card Rams plus three. So, yeah. I like the it's first, just, the first half bets have been, have been kind to us for it's, sure. It seemed too easy because even the, the team total, yes, there's a chance that it could be like 14 10 first half, but I, I would be shocked if the Rams or if the Packers scored 10 points in the first half. But I think plus one and a half is a safer bet. There you go. Thank you. Hands on that. Jarrett. I got I got two more. Uh I got another first half bet noon on Sunday. Baltimore minus three at home against Seattle first half. Um Baltimore six and two against the spread first half this year. Seattle's two, four, and one against the spread in the first half. We've seen Baltimore's playing fucking lights out right now. I think Seattle going across the country into Baltimore into a hostile environment. I do think they start slow. I, I, I full game. Sure. They could cover it, but I, I see Baltimore pulled going to the halftime up. 
keep it short. I like Baltimore full game in this game, so I can't hate that at all. It's not on my card, the full game. They've just just squeaked out some some close wins against bad teams. They're due for a letdown. I'll write it down. I don't hate. Again, I'm not disagreeing. I just don't hate. I just want to try to keep our cards a little slimmer. Uh, Trying to go on Atkins diet here. My next pick and last pick is a noon game. I believe. Yes, it is Vikings at Falcons. And I like the Falcons minus four and a half. Taylor Heineke named the starter. Arthur Smith finally trying to come into his own. He's like, shit, we're four and four. Need to win some games. Vikings starting Jalen Hall. Uh, I think that's Jaron Hall. Sorry, Jaron Hall. Yeah. Uh, who came in last week after Kirk Cousins got hurt and there for a second made me nervous that the Vikings <laughs> almost might blow that game against the yep. Packers. Yep. Uh, when we had a lot of <laughs> we had a lot of money riding on that at sports book. Um, Atlanta minus four and a half at home. I feel like it's a no brainer. Yeah. Um, my, the other thing that made me like it even more too is that the Falcons right now, even though at four and four, leading their division. They they have way more to gain from this victory than the Vikings have to lose, in my opinion. I think the Vikings, now that they know Kirk Cousins is out for the year, even though they brought in Josh Dobbs, that they, they are fighting for a seventh seed at best, and they know they're not winning at all. You have to know in that office. So to me, it's play play for next year at this point. Um, the Falcons are playing for this year because they are the leading their division right now, even at five hundred. Um, Taylor Heineke, in my opinion, Taylor is a much better quarterback than Desmond Ritter is. He's so, a guy okay. who's going to get everyone involved. So, yep. He, yep. hell, we might see everyone's potential. You might see Kyle Pitts have a hundred yards receiving this weekend. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially against that kind of kind of rough looking Vikings. Yeah, defense. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. All right. All right. I got. I got. Ethan, are you done? I have one more. So you go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I will have one more too. Okay. Oh, I, I, I guess I'll go. Oh, yeah, no. go ahead. <laughs> but I have the Monday night game. Do you have the Monday so, night game? I do. Okay, I do too. What's your pick? Chargers minus three. God damn it. Is the Giants Raiders game on Sunday night? I fucked that up. Uh, no. I said Monday night. No. No. Cincinnati no, Buffalo. Because Sunday I already night. gave my I already gave my Sunday night game. Then what? Look at the wrong schedule. Am I really? Am I doing what you? Giants did Raiders. Day? Giants Raiders is three twenty five on Sunday. God, I don't know why I put Monday night on there. I that's the game I have. Jared, you go ahead. I don't know what I did. I mean, I'm doing Chargers minus three. I feel like they had a big bounce. I know they played the Bears. I mean, let's be real. The the Jets are getting way too much hype. Everyone's like they're four and three. They should have lost to the Giants last week. Let's be real. If Tyrod Taylor doesn't get hurt, I think they lose that game. They should have lost that game. We watched it uh, happen live. I mean, Zach Wilson's getting a cre- credit for I, not losing. I love it. Essentially. I I like the pick, but I would love to see Zach Wilson take down Justin Herbert and Brandon Steely get fired. Yeah, I mean, we already missed. Because you gotta think, you like, gotta think if the Jets beat the Chargers, Brandon Steely gets gets canned. Come when when push comes to shove, money in the ball. I'm not going to bet on. I know they're at playing at home, and first of all, that field has been horrendous to some players this year. Um, I could see some some injuries going up. The Jets lost three offensive linemen on Sunday. Um, let's keep that in mind. You got Joey Bosa and Cleo Mack on the defensive line for the Chargers. 
I think this is – I would even take an alt spread of like minus nine and a half chargers here. I mean, that's how confident I am they're going to win this game. Okay. I like Chargers minus three. Ethan, give us your pick that is not Sunday or Monday Night Football. Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what I was looking at because I could have swore I looked on – um I was using Vegas Insider again and saw it and I thought it said Monday night. So the fact that it's a – it's not even close. It's Sunday at 325. Um, my bad on that. But, yes, it is the Sunday at 325 game. This one was tough because of how low it was. But we are on track to have a Tommy DeVito versus Aiden O'Connell without their head coach and their GM battle Sunday at 325. The over-under is at 37 and a half. I want to hammer that under. Those are two teams that are not good. The Giants passed for negative passing yards on Sunday. Negative passing but yards. But is Daniel Jones for sure out? Yeah. Yes, and Tyrod Taylor is for sure questionable. He did not practice today. He was discharged from the hospital on Monday. So if I'll, well, we can caveat it, then if, if it even ends up on our card, say it ends up on our card, if Daniel Jones doesn't play, this under is hitting, and it's not even going to be close. Daniel yes, Jones is a full participant at practice today. I I saw that there was a chance he wasn't playing. If he practiced today, then fantastic for him. We'll wasn't, he, was, he was questionable today. I'm just reading right now. Though so I'll tell you, though, old. and we don't have to take it, but Daniel Jones might play in this under, still might hit. <laughs> yeah. They might win 21 to 7 or something like that. I don't hate it, but it's just such a fucking dog shit game to put on. I, oh, definitely. I mean, I'll is. take it. That's why it with, stood out. With the me. amount of with the <laughs> amount of picks we have, I think we almost just toss it. I don't hate it if you're wanting to make a play in the late afternoon slate. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot going on here. Yeah, uh, I also I think, know. unfortunately, Jira, we might have tossed Dolphins money line. That's an official card. I didn't even think. Just last thing I was going to say is I didn't, I didn't even think that Daniel Jones was going to play this week. So there you go. If he's if he was a full participant today, that makes me think he's definitely playing on Sunday. I had another pick yeah. I want to get your guys' thoughts on, but we don't have to include it, but it's Arizona plus eight against Cleveland. But I know they just Arizona lost Arizona is stops. the worst team in the NFL against the spread. And they don't have their starting quarterback. And yeah, Deshaun Watson is probably coming back this week. Okay, Deshaun Watson, go, yeah, that's true. I just saw it. I'm like, yeah, Arizona, Cleveland hasn't been playing. I saw well. that too. And I was like, ooh, that's a nice game that people will probably be taking Cleveland. And then I looked at it. Arizona's not good against spread. And who are yeah. they starting this week? It is some dude I've never heard of. Like, Clayton Toon. Clayton Toon. Yeah. Don't, don't know who that guy is. Yeah, he, did he Houston. went to Houston. I'm going to tune him out on Sunday. So, yeah. Nice. There you go. Good one. All right. All right. Thanks. So, as of right now, the only thing we have is Bengals money line for two units and Rams plus one and a half first half for two units. Um, I really like Titans money line tomorrow night or tonight if you're listening. Can we include it? Yeah, Titans money yeah. line. Yeah. Unit on it, unit and a half. Put it down for a unit and a half. Uh, got Bucks plus three, Baltimore minus three first half, and Falcons minus four and a half. And Chargers minus three. Technically, we had two picks in that Houston Tampa Bay game. I threw out Houston money line first half, so but we so we'll take it away. Yeah. Make it easy. Just we don't want to have uh, conflicting picks here. So we've got three picks left and four and a half units left. Four and a half. Um, we throw, oh yeah, we got yeah. Bengals. Bengals. What? What's our Bengals pick? We've got uh, well, Bengals was two. 
So we've got Baltimore minus three first half for a unit, or Baltimore minus three first half, Falcons minus four and a half, and Chargers minus three. We could do two of those for two units and one for one and a half, right? Yep. No, sorry. You could do one for two units, one for a unit, and one for a unit and a half. I don't know where you guys are math them. That doesn't add up. We only have three and a half units out right now. Maybe five yeah, and a half. We have, we have two two-unit plays. And then, uh, How? One and a half unit what's, what's the other, other two-unit play? Rams first half, oh, Bengals okay. money, Titans. Come on, Rams. get with the program. <laughs> Um, I I liked the Falcons pick a lot. That was the one that I was leaning on too. Um, so I don't know if we want to make that two Falcons unit play. Here we go. That's tough. We could do. I don't know, or could we do do all for a unit and a half? Yeah, we could. Yeah, yeah, all of them for a unit and a half. Cool. So we, got, so we can't Ravens, decide. Ravens first half minus three. All right, so we've got our card, ladies and gents. Here it is. Titans money line tonight. Hopefully, you're listening for a unit and a half. Bengals money line for two. Rams plus one and a half first half for two. Baltimore minus three first half for one and a half. Falcons minus four and a half for one and a half. And Chargers minus three for one and a half. There it is. I like it. It's it a little chalky, but I don't, I don't hate it. Um, also, not an official play, obviously, because we just went through our official plays. But when it comes out, take a look at Romeo Dubs' under on yards and catches and bet both of them and put $100 on each because that's what I might do this weekend because that dude has disappeared in that offense. What you also want to do is, and I wrote this down last week, take a look at Saquon Barkley's carries and his yards because the Raiders let up a million carries and a million yards on the ground a week. And also Saquon had like, what, 26 carries for 132 yards last week too? So that's what I'm saying. That was against the Jets. Yeah, exactly. All right. There you have it. that card. All right. Well, hopefully you'll do it. it That's it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see I'll you like next week up. and we'll see you after winning money. Yep. Let's Peace. do it. Peace.